it, once it's out there see how people react to it i think that's the most important part how people react to it if you do not understand how people react to it then it's very difficult to sustain yourself in this business that was tanzimuddin he is one of the co-founders of dogbog a media company focused on broadcasting positive bangladeshi stories to the world what's most impressive about tanzim is that he's made at least a few hundred videos over the last year and has garnered millions of views for Talkbox and has created a community out of it. Now, just saying that by itself sells his skills short because he also does a lot more in the background like leading the team and planning sales strategies, content creation and so on. He's also a student in his final year of computer science and engineering in North South University. Now, this episode of the podcast is a little bit different. This was less of an interview and more of an in-depth discussion between the two of us about social media, about video marketing, YouTube, career goals, and a lot more. And to be honest, this is how I envisioned the podcast to be when I first started. Less of an interview and more of a conversation. So I personally enjoyed it a lot. This is also the very last interview of season 1. That's it. Season 1's guests end here. However, I'll have one more episode after this one, a finale if you may, of my thoughts on the guests, on producing this podcast and my future goals with this. And then there's one more bonus episode in the end and that's it. If you've listened to all the episodes so far, actually any of the episodes so far, I have nothing but gratitude. It means so much to me, more than you'll ever know. For those listening to this for the first time, you can check the video as well on my YouTube channel. Just look up Tausif Akkas or click the appropriate links in the description. Better yet, visit www.tausifakkas.com to sign up to my newsletter where I highlight some of the best creative work that I come across online. So now that my usual long ass intro is out of the way, here is State of the Creators episode 11 with me Tausif Akkas featuring Tanzim Uddin from Topog. Hope you enjoy the show. This is State of the Creators, a show about creative individuals who are on a quest to build something out of nothing. They are on TikTok though. All right. Thoughts oh. on TikTok? TikTok thoughts And you're TikTok. on TikTok. For me, I'll I'll just straight up admit it's cool it's a very right. cool platform okay and i think it has a lot of potential yeah. right now uh, the creators on there they're doing the usual stuff i'd like to see more creativity but uh, yeah they got to uh, they have to do something original uh, i think lip sync videos mm. are starting to get like uh, act, uh, one thing i noticed is that they keep uh, copying each other if one thing blows up right. they keep doing the same thing same thing so i wonder like what if you know you could try to break that kind of it's trend it's not much different from youtube is it because if you right. do like you know like you had casey nicest blowing up and then you had 500 copycats doing pretty oh, much yeah. the same vlog style oh, yeah. you know all around the world even in bangladesh Sam and then right. you've got sam colder filters zoom in transitions zoom in oh transitions God, and yeah. that teal and orange um color that's color literally on every <laughs> right. fucking youtube video today <laughs> on bangladesh exactly, right. um right. so you do get that i guess i think i just guess it's uh, it's a human psychology to be right. uh, to be attracted to stuff that you yeah i guess yeah um but yeah tell me about 
I guess yourself. So people who who are not familiar with right. with who you are uh, and what you do, right. um, who is Tanzim Uddin? So Tanzim Uddin is uh, a bad name. Last name is I don't like it's that. It's not name. a bad name. <laughs> it's not a bad Uddin name. Uddin is I, like such an okay name. Like I don't know. I did just, you ever get bullied for Uddin? No, I I no, I never got bullied. I don't think I've right. never got yeah. bullied. Yeah, so it's not, but, it's not uh, a bad name. I, I just think uh, once what happened was why I kind of hated. I guess is like once a teacher was calling my name out, like you know you do the attendance. Yeah. And roll yeah. call. A girl laughed at it, so I was like, "Damn!" Oh, that w- and that was like a little bit of a yeah. That's <laughs> the seed of insecurity, in right? You. Exactly. That got planted, and it's still growing, I guess. With that's just Uthi. one girl, exactly. And yeah, did I you have a crush on her? Uh, I did. I not really. Uh, she was really pretty though. Okay. And it's not, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I didn't really have a like the big crush on her. Yeah, nah, not really. But right. um, yeah, basically that's where it started. Yeah, tr- I kind of started y- to loathe. Your your throat's drying up as you talk about it. Uh, <laughs> some water. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> so okay, so um, Tanzimuddin. Yeah, so what? Tanzimuddin. Yeah, what do you do? So Tanzimuddin is basically um, no one. I'm just right now trying to create videos, basically right. on uh, Talkbook, which yeah. creates videos on Bangladesh. Right. Um, that's it. Yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. Well, right. I, th- I think I think you know I've also been involved with Talkbook a fair bit now um, over yeah. the last few years. Pretty yeah. much. Around the first from the few beginning, months, from yeah. the beginning, you can and see it, you know. and essentially, even though it started on Facebook, right. it still has a very good presence on Instagram, mm-hmm. as we found out through recruitment. Right. Um, when you wanted someone uh, within the team, and he said, "Oh, you have a Facebook page." <laughs> that was that was super, so. Yeah. Essentially, I, I don't think it's um, it's uh, I guess. Um, I guess it's a bit too restrictive to say that it's right. just a Facebook page at this stage, right. but um, for sure, yeah. So, it's so, so Talkbog, you'd say, is stuff. Well, it's a, I guess, a media platform that creates videos on positive things in Bangladesh. Yeah, ab- absolutely, anything that's great about the Bangladeshi culture, its people, or yeah. its, uh, you know, uh, like world, whatever, anything about Bangladesh, we try to portray it. Uh, we try to show it, right. basically. Yeah. And uh, what gave you this, I guess, push to start something like this? What happened was that um, I was kind of fed up with Bangladesh because uh, I used to live in Kuwait. For oh, right. Yeah, I was there. Were you born there? I was born there. Oh, nice. And when I was born, fun fact, uh, it was like the first flood in like 40 years or something in Kuwait. And Kuwait oh. is in a, in Middle East, so there's right. just deserts. Yeah. You never expect to, it to get flooded. Oh, wow. It got flooded <laughs> when I was born. So right. that's an interesting thing, I yeah. guess. But yeah, uh, basically, I was there for till eight years. Then I came to Bangladesh. And um, I always kind of uh, was like, why didn't I stay in Kuwait? It yeah. was probably a better place, better future. Of course, Manu- yeah. Kuwait has a better uh, overall environment. Infrastructure. Yeah. Infrastructure and everything. So I was always like that. And I don't know. After just um, when I was growing up, I still had that thing. And wa- somewhere around, like, uh, I remember when it was, I was about to hit 20. Yeah. That's where I was like, damn, I've been thinking everything a little bit too negative right, about, about this. Yeah. yeah. I started to look deeper about what's under the surface. Yeah. What is happening actually? Because sometimes we get lost with all the like dhakas, all chaos and everything. Yeah. And we think that that's it. 
However, we have to realize yeah, why does that chaos even get to happen? Right. Like, why does it exist? Yeah. Why does it even exist? Because yeah. Dhaka existing right now with these yeah. many people, yeah. this itself is for me a miracle. Right. Because I don't think any other city could do it like right. this. It's just gifted in a way. Yeah. So once I started to understand about Dhaka, then yeah. I started to understand about Bangladesh. Yeah. So, however, I didn't uh, really think of going out there and start creating videos about uh, like all the good things about yeah. Bangladesh. Yeah. Uh, what I instead was like, I wanted to do something with my friends. Yeah. So we thought je, seeing you like yeah, uh, yeah. with planting, yeah, yeah. uh, that really influenced us to right. do something on the internet and Thanks, create man. content. Yeah. So we thought we thought we should make memes or funny things and stuff like that yeah. because uh, it was the thing th at that time. Right. But then we realized what if we tried something different mm -hmm. and uh, that's why we came up with a, a list of ideas of what we could do. And our first video was basically um, eight lesser known things about Dhaka. Right. And special, uh, specifically we chose Dhaka because again, the stigma about Dhaka is that it's uh, only the traffic jams and this and that, mm -hmm. the pollution. We wanted to kind of show off the thing that's deeper within Dhaka. Right. What what exactly makes Dhaka Dhaka today? Right. Like uh, beneath all the like traffic jam and all the noise and chaos, right. what's beneath it? And once that took off, that was the biggest push I had in my life to right. like this is it. I should go for it. Right. I so just want that feeling again. That and again. was your creative high, I guess. Creative well, high. yeah, like the, the in terms of the reward, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. I I remember like literally talking to my friends the the night we were about to upload. Yeah. Guys, uh, like. Uh, let's try to go for like 2000 likes on our page for yeah. in a month right let's have that uh like kind yeah. of a, a aim and suddenly i wake up the next day we already have 2000 likes in wow. a day and i was like this is it yeah. this is this is the feeling i need right yeah, absolutely and um what have you done since okay since i've been uh i, I think i've made about 400 videos wow. like uh, on talkbook that's uh, fantastic so 400 yeah. within i guess a year uh, no, uh, exactly to, uh, to be exact two and a half years two and a half years, yeah, two and a half years yeah. that's still almost two videos a week or something like exactly, that exactly but yeah. i think uh, it kind of slowed down over the last few Th months i personally made 400 videos so oh. there are rest of yeah exactly right okay so for talk exactly. it's a lot more right obviously. right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah exactly fantastic so um and where does the page stand right now the page as in like uh, in terms of uh, likes and followers right right now uh, currently i think i last saw it was around 143 likes i guess right K. 143 143000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's yeah. that's pretty uh, special in the sense that you know that that definitely is created you've created a market for it in essence because people didn't really know i mean they didn't know that they needed this in theory it's it's almost like you know other people that resonated with the same feelings and emotions that you had and you just put your stuff out there without even expecting anything because you were just simply passionate about showcasing it. You just put it out there and it just, you know, people just started resonating with yeah, it. Yeah, I guess we were super lucky because if you look at our earliest video, I, I don't know, like, it's probably the worst video of TalkBug <laughs> because I can't it was, see it. Was it about the, <laughs> it the was coconut? About, it was about the Dhaka. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> the one I saw. Oh I was like, like it was like uh, four or five best be. things about coconut. <laughs> right. Uh, something like that. Yeah, exactly. It was one of the first ones, yeah, but yeah. the first, first one was the Dhaka one. Right. That was the absolute first one. And right. then came the, the coconut water and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying everything at no, that time. And yeah. that's what you got to do. Exactly. Yeah. Um going forward though with uh, with the things that you've learned from Dogbog, how 
has it, I guess, changed your perception about the social media industry or just um, media, in ge- well, content in general um, right. online? I think uh, I've realized that this is the time to create. Right. I don't think there has been a better time to create right now. Mm. I think you can create anything and earn money. And I, I tell this example to everyone. Like I remember seeing people, like we were talking about ASMR. You can create money from ASMR. Right. That's great. You can all, I remember watching uh, somebody eating biryani live and earning money from that. That is also up. Right. Uh, that's also an option, yeah. which is massive. Yeah. I, I don't think like anybody I, could expect that. But the thing yeah. is, is yeah. Should, should there be videos about people eating biryani? If you like to see him, why not? Right. Like, if you love that genre, I guess, why not? If you get to see, if you want to see it, why not? Like, uh, yeah. I, I guess uh, it's all about what you want to watch. At the end of the day, if people want to watch somebody right. and it doesn't matter like what kind of, it might not uh, be everyone's favorite, but if you like it, I guess, why not watch it? Because they get some co- some sort of high probably yeah. from it. And people need those uh, need these these days because life is tough, I guess, <laughs> and we need that kind of content, right? Right. Um, yeah. Tell me about your journey in terms of learning the skills. So obviously, you yeah. you self, I guess, you're self taught in terms of video editing. Um, how did it come about? Because it's not an easy skill to acquire right. without, I guess, proper training and things like that. Right. So, so yeah, I want to hear more about that. Yeah, I think you s- you've seen my first video, <laughs> edited video, which is probably, I don't know what it is, but I made it because you I thought, it. yeah, yeah. I, I was I was actually... <laughs> was yeah. it the one with the... Are you talking about the yeah, football? Yeah, I'm talking about the football oh, one. That's yeah, fantastic. that's the one I'm talking about. It literally, with, I think... It's beautiful. And it's I think fantastic. I made it on a like, uh, I don't know if you know this software, then Wondershare... <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like a demo version. And yeah. it's almost like like the Kine Master or something. It's right. got that little watermark it, watermark. on the corner. I somehow removed the r- watermark. Oh, I don't wow. know. Yeah, that's, that's skillful. Exactly, exactly. That and takes skill. Exactly. With said. Yeah, and that's why, uh, that's where I started to uh, work on stuff. I was making like, um, what do you call those? Like photo uh, slideshows and everything. I was trying to create something. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it started from that video. Maybe, I don't know, like creating something. And then I started to realize that I want to make something that makes sense and starts to uh, starts to cater to a bigger audience or stuff like that. Right. And then um, I was like, okay, like uh, I should start getting better. So I started watching tutorials on YouTube because yeah. I can't read books. I'm really bad at reading. I think I'm still finishing what. Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yeah. Why did like, you even start? Yeah, exactly. If you can't finish Harry Potter right. series, yeah. like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't really be I guess uh, the problem is I watch the movies more than the, yeah. The, right. That's why it kind of uh, disrupts the feeling. But yeah, I think I've probably finished, what, three books in my life properly, okay. like cover to cover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's why, um, that's how I started watching videos on YouTube. And uh, slowly I started to get involved with TalkBog. Mm-hmm. That's when Tosif Bhai came in and, right. Right. You know, you Asif Bhai helped me so much. It's it's this is not so crazy. <laughs> it's sponsored by no. the <laughs> No, it's actually it's absurd. The right. amount of things I've learned from you. It's mm. it's absurd. And if I hadn't have learned those th- skills, I don't know where I would have been mm. a- uh, right now. So it's insane. And I thank you so it. much for... <laughs> no, 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 I want to ask you sure. one thing. Why did you even uh, like, you know, like be interested in working with, uh, you know, TalkBog in the first place? Yeah. So I think for me, 
I've, I have this issue of wanting to do things. Um, if this podcast is like a perfect example, it, I, I was wanted to do it. I had some opportunity. I bought some gear and I'm like, I just want to do it. Right. When uh, I got involved with TalkBog, I saw its potential pretty much straight off the bat. And I, I, I don't think I've seen the Dhaka video first. I think I saw the video about the coconuts first. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, you, this isn't, you know, half bad. This is informational. This is in English. This is from Bangladesh. It definitely has a market. Um, and that's when I kind of reached. And then I found out, the, I think the best part was found out it was you guys, basically. So for people who don't know, we kind of went to the same school. Tanzim's, um, I don't know how, how much younger. Maybe a few years I think, down. Uh, yeah, when yeah, you were graduating, we were probably in, in grade, grade four. Year five, grade yeah, four, grade yeah, five, four, yeah. yeah. So knowing that you guys are from the same school, it, I was like, you know, I've got to kind of reach out to you guys yeah. and, and see how I can help out. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was just, I knew that it had a potential pretty much straight off the bat. Um, and the fact that you guys kind of spent time behind something that's not, I guess, you know, usually people would go after a trend. Um, it wasn't the most trendiest thing in Bangladesh, at least. Obviously, it, it, there were stuff similar to it overseas, but the fact that you did it in Bangladesh, I was like, it definitely had a potential to pick up. So that's that's what attracted me the most about TalkBog. Right, and that's why we we've been able to grow. Honestly, I don't think we we would have been able to grow if we hadn't upped our video game. Honestly, right. and that's why because of you, I guess. No, no, no. It's um, yeah. definitely uh, I guess for my involvement had some part to play. Just purely in the form of experience, right. but the talent and the time and the commitment and the skills, that's something I cannot give. So uh, don't undersell yourself in this <laughs> in this situation where you had to put the time, you had to edit the 400 videos, right. you had to at least listen to the instructions or understand the market and, and push it out there and select the topic. So essentially I'm just there kind of, you know, holding the the light you know in the dark at the least which is great yeah absolutely. um but the real work is essentially done right. by the team so i think not just you know you the entire team from the yeah. start had had a, had a great push towards creating right. this this brand called talkbog that's uh, why i i'd like to push the idea of uh, working with or for someone who's more experienced than you right i think that helps so much like right. for me this, yeah. is ha this has helped me so much. I think it, right. not just in terms of when you're working together as well, but at the same time with you consuming content from people you who you look up to. Right. Um, did I introduce you to Gary Vee or did you just know Gary Vee? I watched his video. I remember right. I didn't like the dude first, first <laughs> wow. when I first watched it because I didn't know his context though. What, what, just, uh, which, I, do you remember which video it was? Uh, I think that uh, the, a, a girl who called him like which went super viral. That was your first video? Yeah, that was what? my... And it was like on Lad Bible or like 9 Gag oh, or I something. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, like they just Was it that girl who calls him and Taylor I think yes and gives yeah. gave this big speech about 20 year old something exactly. she looks up to Kylie Jenner Kylie Jenner exactly, right, right. right. Yeah, I and I was one. like this dude like he's sitting in like front who the in fuck an, is he exactly he's sitting in an office with be, like behind him there are th these like action figures or, conf or like yeah. uh, like macho man Randy Savage yeah. and everything I was like who is who the like, fuck like, is yeah he's just a motivator right. like I can't take I can't take advice from this guy yeah, and yeah. then I started to realize when you sent wow. his name again yeah, I was like this dude Okay, yeah, let me yeah, see. Okay. Then I started to see his like daily Vs and understand yeah. that he's actually a very hardworking guy and he's just putting out content like a lot. Right. Yeah. And um, I think I remember my first time. It's interesting because I actually found him on Medium. 
So Whoa. it was this <laughs> that fucker. He was on the trending page on Medium when Whoa. I found it because okay. this was when Medium first came out. <laughs> like it was starting to get popular, and it would have like these little you know uh, top trending right. articles or, or stories from whomever. And the topic that I chose um, was basically entrepreneurship, right. and essentially looking at that. Uh, just selecting entrepreneurship or selecting all these other ones and on, on entrepreneurship there he was right, right? but i didn't remember well, like, what was the article about it was about how to make money <laughs> none jab, of that jab, none jab, of that yeah. it, it, i think it was about the future of entrepreneurship right like what can you expect in the digital landscape it was, it was a super serious article and you connected with unlike, it straight up no that's the thing oh, so okay. i was like oh it's a cool article i kind of okay. saved bookmarked it on my thing as i do right. with my chrome bookmark right. like 200 things right and then not read them <laughs> right and then and then i usually kind of read them while i have some downtime okay and then i looked up you know something else kind of came about like okay so i'm looking at gary v started looking at gary v through other things right. and started following his vlogs you know started looking at drock and right. just the entire uh, mentality kind of shifted because i was already picking up these it's kind of like this bubble that you kind of get into of right. you know this self help stuff right. of progression of growth of personal right. development because i remember i picked up um the book rich dad poor dad by robert right. kiyosaki that was you know one of the first books that i picked up in nice. that space right. that kind of led me to watching his videos watching videos about that stuff right. and then eventually that somehow led me to gary v right. and then i remember oh, after like a few months i think i've seen his name somewhere right. or something like that <laughs> didn't hit me and then he might have reshared his article again somewhere okay. i clicked on it and i see there's a star mark already you on my chrome yeah. and i was like oh this is this, this is guy the and then <laughs> that kind of what made it a full circle for me in the sense that he practices what he preaches like exactly. he talks about pushing stuff out all the Constantly. time new socials new everything and he still does that you know um that's when i knew that you know this guy just doesn't is just not a, a motivational speaker right. and and i think uh, the biggest thing why people follow him for me i in my opinion is that he kind of validates people's thinking yeah if pe- he he's the one of the guys who says uh, he who says that you can do whatever you want in your way. Yeah. Like usually all the motivators... No judgment. Yeah. Exactly. Basically no judgment. No judgment. And Good I think um, that's what I mean when I say that it's important to consume content of people that you look up to, that right. you want to become, right. even if you don't have a mentor per se or someone who you can work with. Because I... I don't remember having someone, I guess we work quite closely, but I don't kind of work closely with someone and I wish I did. Exactly. Um, but the way I kind of built was through, you know, doing stuff like that so right with with bangladesh being such a i guess negative space in terms of you know um the news that you see online and a lot of the stuff that that comes up um we don't have a lot of ways to monetize online content and things like that um at least traditionally we didn't now it's getting better um why did you decide to do something that's purely along those lines because obviously you are in universities you were in universities and you still are um doing a degree that's completely not relevant to what you right. want to do right. um and then having the time to do this and then kind of helping out with other ventures and things like that um what's why first of all like <clears throat> getting involved in all these things that really doesn't have a monetary direct monetary benefit right. at least for a few years right. 
and uh, what was the the push behind behind this so not just talk about like anything that you do, even like doing this podcast for example right uh, i think um I, uh, when i was about to finish my a levels i think uh, there was a slump period where like um i was very confused where i was going with my life because yeah. that's the time you have to kind of decide right. where you're going with your life and uh, i was i remember at that time i was just doing like i was playing video games and i was playing like football that's it i those are the only certain things i knew right. that i would i will keep doing what, what video games uh i i think my all time favorite well what were you playing then uh i was probably playing skyrim my all time favorite really yeah the elder oh, scrolls wow. i i just i love that game so much right. yeah it's basically i just know it's for the meme okay but Add to the meme i would it. suggest everybody to play that game because uh it's just a beautiful game okay. yeah that's it so you didn't yeah. know what we're going and yeah i was very confused uh where i was what i was going going to do i think one of my biggest help was at that time my elder brother mm-hmm. he kind of pushed the idea that um try to build something try to create a legacy nice. because i was i wasn't very motivated at yeah. that time i was ready to have a very simple life right. and do the normal stuff and everything which is also good yeah. but he kind of go- got me hooked on to a, a certain uh, thinking which is creating a legacy right. i don't know somewhere uh, his uh, the way he said it probably hit me in right. a way and uh, I I thought about it and and I thought that I ne- I want a legacy. Okay. I straight up want to create something that people will still remember right. even if I'm dead. Yeah. I don't know why it it just works I like th- that, I guess. I, I yeah. think that's a fantastic uh yeah. you know motivational tool and it's the same for me as well. It's yeah. It's like uh, like uh, like you for me the biggest highs of high is when your work is appreciated by I guess complete strangers that's right. fantastic Absolutely. feeling um even you know just simplest of comments can can make your day or exactly. break a day exactly. um but right. it's it's then build, leaving something behind mm-hmm. um that would then go on to impact others is probably the the epitome of human success absolutely um yeah. you know we still obviously you can't be an isaac newton you can't be an einstein you right. can't be da vinci but you could be someone uh, and even uh, i think and we're going philosophical here but right. it's like yeah. even if you can't do stuff to impact 500 people maybe right. aim at 100 exactly if you can do 100 aim at 50 if exactly. you can do 50 try impacting your children your exactly. your partner your yeah. immediate family members and right. i think that's what our parents have done in exactly. essence yeah. um they may not have had the exposure even if, even if they oh. did they chose to live this life right. um where they have dedicated their lives into building us um and that in itself is a noble cause where Absolutely. you're you're yeah. imparting knowledge or imparting your experience right. and and building something in this right. case it was it was us yep absolutely so i think that's a very good um way to look at yeah. um, the way you know you do things exactly and that's the biggest motivation for me right now is to create something that could uh, hopefully stay a part of my legacy and yeah. people will look back to like he created these things right. i don't know why yeah. and that's how i feel like and and yeah. it's it's interesting because you are a very humble person and it doesn't come <laughs> out in the stuff that you say so it's like in the sense that um for, i guess for someone who wants themselves to be remembered for the stuff you right. don't uh brag about the stuff that you do so i think it's a very interesting kind of 
uh, just a position of characteristics that you that you carry around. Yeah, I I think uh, it could. I I'm probably the worst to, when it comes to you're, promoting you're the worst myself. Salesperson. Yeah, I'm selling myself. When it comes to selling myself, I'm probably the worst because I'm I still don't know myself. I think yeah. I, I think I'm still. Um, weird. I think I have to figure out myself a lot. But I guess why, yeah. Yeah, that kind of plays down to your character. But would you say when you first started these things, like say Talkbook, for example, right. and then where you're at right now, would you say you can sell yourself better now than you could before? 100%. Right. Uh, Even though you can't sell yourself if the uh, best out there, but yeah. you still, so you think you can learn this skill. So, yeah, I, I'm going to differentiate right. between selling and the bragging thing. Right. Uh, so, basically, I can definitely... Uh, That's a good point. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, I, I'm not very good at when it comes to talking about myself. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When it comes to selling, of course, I have uh, lots of ideas. I already have ideas on how I, w if I had to create something... Uh, on my brand name and yeah. something like that, which I dream about yeah. if I can someday. You already have one from Ecstasy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Please, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what if it was called Tanjim Uddin? Uh, <laughs> if it was called, then I should have a share. I think every Tanjim should have 5% of Tanjim. Yeah, I think that should be fair, right? Come on. Like, I, agree, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, I was saying basically that um, I could, um, I, I don't have a, I love, I think, the marketing aspect. I don't know if selling is what I'm tr I should say. Yeah. Because selling is a totally different ball mm -hmm. game. Mm. Uh, I love the part of uh, coming up with ideas to, present a product and stuff like that right. but uh, yeah when it comes to talking about myself I don't think I'm the best at it I don't right. know why I'd rather listen to other people than uh, talk about myself yeah okay yeah. and um, I guess for for you to have these characteristics and then still be doing these things um, I think we're talking about the 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 learning curve right, right? so from part A where you were still a student and you you couldn't sell yourself or sell the stuff that you do right. as much to what you're doing doing now. Right. Um, how important do you think it is today to be able to showcase your work, especially creative work, because of your experience of, like, of the last few years? What, what have you learned? I think it's the most important. Uh, you can create a lot of good things, yeah. a lot of good things. Right. But if you don't know how to showcase them, yeah. it's a problem. Right. I think you have to um, showcase them the best way as possible. Right. Because uh, if you can show it in a very different way than others, yeah. that's it. You can stand out between uh, like in within millions of people. Yeah. Because everybody tries to do the same thing. Yeah. And that's why if you can try something else, yeah. uh, uh, some something out of the box uh, in the way you showcase your things. Yeah. I'm talking about like if you're putting out uh, designs or artworks or whatever, yeah. like I would suggest uh, try not to only create uh, a profile and just create it on there. Why not even do uh, like collaborate with other people and stuff like that and just right. overall try to figure out ways and like uh, guerrilla tactics yeah, yeah. that everybody loves. So I think that's very important that right. how you showcase yourself in this day and age, because yeah. uh, in this day and age, you have to be very I feel like you have to be very confident about what you do. Because that confidence uh, is like you people feed off from that confidence. Yeah. If you can sh confidently showcase your work, 
the people who are watching it, they'll yeah. be like, yeah, I want you in my team because I love yeah. that confidence right. and I need that for my project. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. And uh, I guess persistence also pays off, like Absolutely. making sure being consistent with. Absolutely. When it comes to social media, like uh, you have to be consistent and yeah. you have to be persistent as well because right. it's not easy. Like sometimes it doesn't click. Sometimes you can post something. So yeah. here's the part. Like I say to everyone, we got super lucky when yeah. it came to like one day, like we had 2000 likes. Yeah. But here's the thing, the ne next two months, there wasn't that much movement in talk no. book. There wasn't. We yeah. literally used to get 10 or 20 likes on a video. And yeah. we used to create, and, and at that time, it took me around four to five hours to complete a video. Right. And that's, what, that's when it comes, like, it, do you want this enough right. to keep trying and trying? Mm. And that's when you have to kind of decide, uh, like, this is it. If I want to do this, I have to put in the time and I have yeah. to keep, I have to, I have to have the patience to reach that ultimate idea that will take off again right. and it will keep uh, for us what it happen what happens is that uh, like we have we keep creating and we create uh, we've cr kept creating for 2 years like consistently yeah. right now i'm taking a bit slow because uh, right now we're trying to expand on other things mm -hmm. that's why we're we're going to focus on like youtube and other stuff but yeah. definitely consistency is very helpful yeah. when it comes to social media yeah. mm. you have to and consistent. also like making sure that you you post at the right time you're reaching out to the right people right. and because exactly. you've got a scheduled posting time as well exactly we uh, we've experimented it like uh, starting uh, when we started it off we experimented a lot when it yeah. came to timings we started like uh, like back when we started we used to post around like 10 a.m. Yeah. Like then we realized, uh, like we realized that later at night helps more. Yeah. So we started to then now we're in 9 p.m. Yeah. So that's how we roll. So right like also now. studying and making sure yeah. to know which way to kind of. Yeah, go. exactly. And yeah. one of the things I love is uh, not only watching my audience, but other people's audience as well. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest indicators of what is uh, working and what is not working right. and where content is, content is heading. Right. Because there is a lot. Uh, I think there's gold in the comments. Yeah. You just have to find the right ones. Like uh, if you find the right comments, it might click and, uh, yeah. and it could give you a really cool, cool idea, idea about something. Yeah. And that's how I think uh, yeah. community engagement yeah. and observing not only your community but other people's community right. and i'm i'm a big fan of watching other people's community and right. my community for sure yeah. but yeah like all the communities yeah. right it's um it's very very important to do that as well because you know as you know i like looking at Content. Oh my god, yeah. So I've received some of the most <laughs> weirdest videos late at night and those are basically videos of like uh like what was the video? Uh like I, I don't uh, even know. It's I um think, right. I think I saw once uh like there was this uh, guy who was I think somebody got an award for TikTok and then you <laughs> sent that to me. I was, that was somewhere in where uh, like, uh, yeah. but I <laughs> yeah, like I think it was outside of Dhaka probably, right? I think so. I don't know. But but, but that's, that's just yeah. that's not even weird honestly I, that's uh, not that yeah. weird because exactly. i think that got like started becoming viral exactly stuff. i think uh if i showed it to people they would realize but i think i think they would judge uh, yeah they would judge, they would judge <laughs> for, for sure. sure for sure yeah. um i but i guess that comes from the point of of your comment as well where you need to learn and observe and understand yeah. the different communities that exist online and Absolutely. i think with us being pr probably one of the most exciting um, times that we have right now where anybody create content um, which is great but yeah. the 
worst part is anybody can create content right and um, which also means that there's saturation there's yep. there's more of um, you know poor quality content mm-hmm. there's content that you don't need right it just becomes very very difficult to, to clutter you know, it's a clutter it's it's exactly. a big mess of just content just happening exactly. but what it also does which has interesting implications is it creates content bubbles right which means if you have a million subs on youtube you're probably not that big exactly anymore exactly it's right. i remember philip defranco talking about uh like he covers online news and stuff he's one of my favorite youtubers mm-hmm. one of the og youtubers and he right. does stuff in, in a very unbiased way in which he covers news and online right. Uh, elements as well. Exactly. He was talking about this uh, this topic, which had this YouTuber involved who had around two million views. Right. And while he was explaining explaining it, he's like, "I haven't heard of this this YouTuber." And then he goes on to say mm-hmm. how he hasn't really, you know, um, seen a lot of these new e- creators, new creators, yeah. because exactly. you exist in this bubble. Absolutely. And essentially. We think that you have to be the best of the best because the people with two million or a million right. subs or even a hundred thousand subs on YouTube or anywhere Super else, talented, yeah. they already have a good audience, an engaged audience. They probably even make a full time living out of it. Exactly, and they're still doing it. So I think one thing, first of all, that we need to remember is you don't need to have a super massive audience as long right. as you have a good engaged right. audience. And Absolutely. um. Also, the I fact. Think, yeah. Sorry, sorry to no, cut no, you go off. On. I think this is where Plantic has done a great job when it comes to engaging with their audience. Right. I think the amount of stuff you've done with your community—it's insane. Like mm. uh, over the years, like with the 2014 football campaign, yeah. th- this is so much with yeah. Plant. And that's my question. Like, does it get exhausting at one point to keep engaging with the community? Does it get repetitive? Or do you still have that same high? It's interesting. Well, <laughs> the th- if you asked me this question maybe a month ago, right. I probably wouldn't have said the the high is doesn't really go much be- beyond what it does. Right. But over the recent video that kind of went viral on oh, Reddit, yeah. um, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 okay. it, it was well received. Yeah. Um, eventually, after like four times posting it on Reddit, yeah. um, but it was also me understanding, you know, and observing exactly. what, how Reddit works, right. um, and then posting it for the fourth time, Oof. and then basically getting those upvotes of thirteen thousand people. Exactly, it, it was a different high. It's a different. Um, there's some random comments of people saying I was in the bed for you know with flu. Yeah. This cheered me up, and what? and I'm thinking, you know, like, like that's just weird. Like, uh, first you think, oh, how sad you must must you be to, <laughs> for you to cheer this up, and then you go like, no, this is, you know, like I feel the same sometimes. Exactly. You know, when I see something cool or something yeah. nice or something, I listen to something inspiring, it right. does help you. And um, that for me became the biggest high um, yeah. recently, and that's what you kind of keep chasing. Like, cool, that's done. Yeah. For planting, it's always been thinking about the next step. Right. It's you know we've made a video about Netflix and Champions League. Right. Next, we want to be on Netflix. Exactly. And then next, we want to maybe create a Netflix. Like oh, it's yeah. it's basically just you know ma- maybe yeah. like um, a platform that just streams football shows and football right. view Why movies not? and stuff. You Why know? not? Exactly. Um, things and yeah yeah one of the things i'll say w- before you even uploaded the video i remember you showed a, like you sent a video snippets and stuff snippets yeah, yeah. Uh, like to me and i remember seeing it and i was like damn yeah why didn't i make this <laughs> this straight up came into my head right and i was like Shh, 
damn i should have made something like this and he's and i was like this is too good you this I, is going to be viral like i knew it yeah that i get that feeling all the time yeah. especially when i listen to john mayer songs <laughs> and especially right. because they speak to me so much mm-hmm. i feel that, oh man I, uh, that that's the lyric i feel i should have written that exactly. if i you know played music as well mm-hmm. um as well as he does so yeah. it's for me the the highs kind of you know it, it does get exhausting mm-hmm. around the fourth or the fifth year right. um i was this close to quitting like plantic like retiring it all together right. um because obviously we started off with four founders and uh, we started having a, a team um, you know, that slowly started growing. Yeah. And then eventually um, it, it, it's repetitive yeah, at the end absolutely. of the day. Exactly. And the first few years you don't make a dime, you spend right. money. The 2014 campaign, we had we were students and we had to put money off our pockets just to do this event <laughs> exactly. um, on the World so Cup. Yeah. And it, when you don't see the returns that you expect it does get exhausting yeah. but at the same time you know if you play your cards right if you start becoming a bit more smart right, um, right this season we have a few brand deals that kind of went through awesome. um so things like that kind of start falling into place and exactly. you know, we kind of claim ourselves as a media company even though we don't have like a media production house or anything like right. that essentially me and a few others um with you as well being part of the video teams helping out with interviews and things like that right. Um, it all comes from a place of wanting to do things. And when you work with people who are just as passionate about the thing, because we are not essentially a a production house, but they're still doing their stuff. That's when you get the encouragement to continue that, you know, like these people want to be a part of it. When we posted the recruitment for Plantic a few months back, we had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of applications and you go like, oh, wow, people legit want to be a part of this movement part exactly. wanting to do stuff so that kind of gives you a bit of, but it does get exhausting i'll tell you that right. it's um yeah in terms of repetitive with football we're a bit lucky right because it's um you know it's an ever-changing kind of platform Absolutely. and especially now the drama is at an, all, at an all-time high um but that's i guess what keeps it keeps it a little bit different um but yeah, it's it's kind of picking the moments and yeah. And I here's the weird part: like right now, Plantic has thirty members working at Plantic. Right. That's insane. Like starting from four to now thirty. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's insane, but yeah. it's also insane. Yeah, it's <laughs> in insane. a sense it's that's freedom. also exhausting as well because right. um, it's difficult to run in you know the. I think it's 29 actually not yeah. 30 oh. to 29 people yeah. it's living in 14 different countries <laughs> four different cities actually oh, yeah. um, and trying to make sure that everything's kind of running around the clockwork so um, yeah. that also gets exhausting so we're trying to move away from creating stuff to managing stuff a lot more yeah. um, but you know we're super lucky to have these people wanting to be a part of this so yeah exactly I think for you as well when you wanted to recruit people as well you saw like a big jump in people wanting to be a part of the movement and I'm sure we that straight up founded it with seven people so right. <laughs> there's not much like <laughs> which is weird <laughs> which is super weird yeah. everybody judges us, judges us yeah. for that yeah. but I'm like this is what actually happened I want to talk to you about that as well because yeah. um, all of you are friends yep um when you were friends, I mean, you were super close friends. We're still friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Exactly. That kind of answers my question. But right. but do you, how much of an impact does it have on friendship? Working with friends along right. these things. So I remember uh, when we had our first meeting. It was at Nimes Place. 
Yeah, exactly. We had it had uh, we had it at his house, and yeah. uh, we were all sitting in his room. And before even starting, uh, or like in the meeting, I, I remember like saying one thing because I had to get this out because I right. always had this feeling, which is uh, I said my friends, J guys, right now everything we're going to talk about is all business, and what when it comes to talk book, it's always going to be business. Right. Our friendship will always be there. Right. Uh, it's always going to be there. And um, like this is only business for us, and we'll all, when it comes to talk about, we'll only talk about the business aspect right. of it. It will never affect our friendship, mm -hmm. and gladly it hasn't so far. Right. But there has been, of so course. I think yeah, I yeah. think the trick was there to put that kind of at the yeah. at the very first thing. Yeah, it was like, the very first thing. You know, like lay it all out that yeah. this is completely business and yeah. nothing personal. Exactly, exactly. We had to do that right. because uh, we've uh, we've heard always that. Friendship, working with friends never lasts right. and never works. And uh, it maybe doesn't for some people, but for me, it really helped to grow this, uh, to grow Talkbug. Right. Because without their help, I don't think I would have been able to grow it, honestly. Right. And that's why um, I had to put it out there that, guys, this is only work. Yeah. This isn't anything. I, I, I will never pass anything. And I, when it comes to work, I always treat them as a co-worker right it's not like they're my friend and yeah. hey yo what's up yeah. i always try to be because it's it's business when it comes to talk you're like yeah, exactly. you're like hey Pai, comma, how are you doing today what's your mark hope you're well yeah. thanks regards yeah, regards. <laughs> exactly and that's how i treat my friends as well because i don't want them to feel at any point this is like 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 i'm trying to treat them as i don't want to take them for granted no, uh, like usually people don't help out people for this long or yeah. with, you know, without any like commitment, Richard, like yeah. I'm not paying anybody or anything. Yeah, We're yeah. not earning like huge amounts of money yeah, or anything. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I have to give that respect right. when it comes to like, if you're working, I will give you that respect, right. of course. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about content bubbles as well yeah. a bit, bit more. Um, with, uh, with Talkbog, you you did not really have an audience in mind per se, but you got an audience that you didn't expect that you would get, which is essentially uh, people, you know, Bangladeshis living abroad who don't primarily speak Bangla. Mm -hmm. um, I find that fascinating. And, and once I realized that, I was like, this is the audience we have to target more and more because right. no one's catering to this audience. Exactly. Um, what are you, What are your thoughts on this, you know, content bubble where... Uh, you, you sometimes have these bubbles of, of communities and contents that don't overlap, but somehow through your work, you kind of touch on the other side of the bubble without even knowing. Right. I think uh, when I create uh, anything, uh, I try to think as less as possible about the audience because right. that makes me nervous, okay. super nervous. And I don't want to get nervous. So what I instead think about is what I would love to see as a person, as a guy, 22-year-old guy yeah. in Bangladesh. Yeah. What would I want to see right. from my creators? And that's what I want to achieve. Uh, basically, I want to make stuff that uh, I want to see, yeah. basically. And I think uh, that was a very big surprise to us because we never really expected it. Mm. Uh, because of them, like sometimes even uh, foreign people who aren't Bangladeshis necessarily, yeah. they are interested in knowing about Bangladesh. Right. They get exposed so, to. Exactly. Yeah. They, they also get exposed to and get to know about our country and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, we never really kind of aimed for it. It just happened, which is super great. Mm. And I think uh, it, that's the 
thing that helps us sometimes because if we keep having those expectations that we'll we want this audience sometimes you might get down because it's very difficult to understand what kind of audience your content uh, or what kind of content will attract the right audience right. that's why i think uh, focus on the content you want to watch yeah. i think the content you watch you will attract that kind of an audience i, I think like, it's yeah. um i think it works if your target audience is someone like you okay i mean not and by you i don't mean you tanzim but okay. whoever's the creator so if the creator is a 45 year old female from philippines exactly. and she wants to create content that right 45 year old year old women from female because you have to need you have to relate to it correct some like way, if right. the 45 year old females from philippines yeah. wants to watch stuff like that then she will be creating the content that she needs to exactly um but if she wants to aim it at you know slovakian um exactly 40 year old men yeah. um who has one year missing <laughs> uh, she has to cater and build a whole different, different genre so i yeah. think it is quite important to also kind of cre- keep in mind um wh- what your target audience is and right. essentially with uh, for example the, the, the classic example is the the planting and netflix thing that i did right essentially because i figured you know a lot of our target group would be watching netflix yeah. and uh, therefore creating something that's around that right. pop culture referencing stuff mm-hmm. um it should in theory work if it's Absolutely. made well and i think that's a super thing that you like i don't know if people understand their audience that well right sometimes you just don't know your audience yeah and and, and you the you, fact that you could you, bet that and, they're and, probably and going to relate with it it's yeah. it's you know uh, it's probably the the best example in this case but there were plenty of times when i thought yeah. that my audience would exactly. resonate with something right. and they don't and there plenty of times i thought they wouldn't and they're right. like oh this is the best content ever exactly. um this is also a theory that you know i kind of learned from from john mayer theory but uh-huh. from uh, from john mayer himself where he right. spoke about this in a berkeley college of music seminar mm-hmm. um it's almost like an eight part or 10 part talk which i recommend to anyone who's in the creative industry because he talks a lot about making it mm-hmm. uh talking about you know building stuff creating stuff and then talks specifically about music and he was talking about a song that he had written he knew for a fact that it was going to win the grammys it was you know it's the right. it's going to change people's mindset about romance with right. this one song yeah. and then he had this other song which you know going to be number 8 in the album number 9 you know it's just there kind of it's a filler yeah and it ended up being that the filler song which was called the daughters um but all daughters um ended up winning a grammy and then the other song nobody really remembers as much and even he put it so sometimes you have to create for the audience as well um keeping them in mind and sometimes even if you do it may not work it might work but if you create keep your audience you know that's just an odd example but right. a lot of the songs he probably aimed to be public mm-hmm. on pop popular ended up being popular as well yeah. so you also have to keep it keep that in mind um when you create something yeah it's weird interesting yeah, yeah like for content as well like some of the content that you might have created yeah. it's i'm sure you wanted 
you wanted to aim it at some people right, and then of course <laughs> you wanted to you knew for a fact oh this is the best fucking content ever even with the one with you know, the Netflix one that I created yeah. I was like it's gonna change I knew it was good like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be <laughs> this because I knew it was good yeah, exactly. and I put in like 50-60 hours of work exactly, um, right, yeah. but when I put it out um, it didn't get the views that I thought it would. It yeah. was like probably in Reddit, stuff. but in Bangladesh, I think. No, even in Bangladesh, oh, it was okay. it, on Facebook. It did only because it had to boost to the people who right, already right. followed the page, exactly. and that's another thing as well. If you want to boost on Facebook, try to boost people, boost it to people who that's already follow your page, and not a big one. Friends of people yeah. that just messes up the whole exactly. algorithm yep. um, in our experience right. so it's uh, that kind of showed it to some people yeah. but even then you know it, it wasn't like a viral viral thing until um, and even in Bangladesh I don't think it's viral like right. I'm, pl- I'm sure many people don't even know about it exactly. uh, which makes sense yeah. uh, we live in a content bubble but pretty much our, the community we are in like correct I mean, I, I mean uh, it ended up being on sport bible but yeah. it, it, for me, making it on Reddit was more important than anywhere else. Because someone made a cha- you, what was the title? <laughs> I forgot. Champions. Someone made a Champions League, something like that. It makes sense. Well, yeah, it makes I, sense. I am someone. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but, but sports, you know, sport bibles has its own crowd, has of its course, own, own thing, and it's not that hard to break into sport bible as it is to be on Reddit. Because, Absolutely, yeah. Reddit is way tougher. But then again, Reddit still, you know, it, it, it's such a difficult place. One wo- uh, I think you, exactly. I think you sent one of the comments like, uh, and that was the first comment. Yeah. What was the? Yeah. It was like I wasted three minutes of my life, and that was yeah. the first comment. And and that felt like uh, it didn't feel like shit because I kind of have built a thick skin towards these comments. Right. But if I had based and deleted that post, it's oh. like holy shit, this is going bad. Exactly. Uh, it it would have been a huge correct. Thing. So sometimes you have to kind of. See how Overlook. it plays out. Right. Even if you get shit comments, mm-hmm. even if you get you know bad uh, you know press. Exactly. Um, obviously, if everybody keeps doing it, then maybe there's something wrong. If something I had like thirteen thousand people saying <laughs> it's shit, right. then it's probably there should shit. be probably something wrong. With so yeah. there's um, there's also you having that self awareness about your audience and about your um, target market. That's important as well. Right. Um, with I guess the you know I want to know more about content bubble as well like what are your thoughts on how this world is going in terms of creating content because it's very saturated right now right. and for any creator wanting to build stuff mm-hmm. um and we've got we've, we've talked about some ventures together about music and a few other oh, media yeah. outlets as well we have to do those but we have to do it. <laughs> now it's on the podcast now we have to we do have to do it. it's on the podcast we <laughs> say the name uh, uh, we can say the name should we? Uh, we'll just say in the name. It's called Sonic Brew. You probably oh, know about yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> you probably it's already out there. Um, okay, yeah. And if it's not, then I can always edit this out, <laughs> and nobody exactly. knows. Exactly. But yeah. it's uh, when we spoke about doing something like that, we always talked about how can we be different. It's right. so saturated. Yeah. And the best part is picking up the handles. Like oh, Instagram damn. handle. That's a massive task. Hey, yeah. Like, like, what, what, how, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how did you? Um, like your uh, experience with that, like with with you, no, with picking out like names oh, or okay. or just seeing that five hundred thousand other people have already done something similar or picked oh, up the exactly name. Exactly right. I think that I've had this experience mostly with you because yeah. I remember when we were coming up with names. Yeah. Every possibly, I think every name we could think of, uh, the first ten names probably were already on Instagram, yeah. and then we kind of settled into the final one, which was Sonic Brew, yeah. and that was that made 
so here's the thing a lot of them aren't even active yeah. which makes which means that they're basically here for the money grab right and uh, that's why i think uh, here i feel like what we should do is uh, be creative with the name right. if you want a certain name cuz you have to be, be unique like when i exactly. when i want to i want to look a name for this podcast pretty much every <laughs> single name had a podcast exactly just go up on itunes or like i guess uh, podcasts on mm-hmm. on apple mm-hmm. and just look up any name and exactly. just add podcast to it it exists, exists. i'm not even i'm not even kidding <laughs> right um but also the, is, yeah. yeah on that like you got to make sure that you have a name that either creates a resonance with your target audience yep. or it's easily searchable on on Google or on right. SEOs or on or wherever. Exactly. You also have to be smart about it. Right? Correct. Like the name Talkbog, for Talk. example. It uh, like tell me about that. I think uh, Talkbog uh, was a very. It's the best name we could think of, and it really doesn't have any meaning with uh, Bangladesh. Really, we didn't put a backstory. But it's to a Bangla it. word. It's a Bangla Correct. word. It's definitely a Bangla word. It's a term that's used by used for like uh, boiling water or when horses run the sound. Which one is it? F- here's the thing. We we don't know. Really? It, yeah, exactly. It it we never really thought I, th- I thought it was about the horses. It was never about the meaning actually. It was always about the sound the it sound. created. Oh, it okay. was just a really cool I, I thought it was always like you knew it was going to exactly, be and that's the, the thing. horse did you always think it was a horse for me it's the horse because Naim came up with the name didn't he exactly so here uh, the story is that basically we were all in a group chat and yeah. we were had to decide on a name and uh, there was Naim with the name and he Fantastic. was like Talkbog and everybody liked it so, so yeah. do you go back to him since and then said what does it mean? Because whatever he says me, means, <laughs> you know, that's the name. 50% of what Naim says doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but for him, I think Talkbog meant like, um, I think for him it meant something about like energy or, you, you know, like how water, boiling water. So it's represents. boiling water. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we we haven't stuck with one right, meaning. Right. We, we just put it out so there. So it's a with collective decision. Exactly. Too, right? It's like people want to decide what the meaning is. They right. can have them. But the point the, being yeah. is that, you know, the, the name Talkbog, uh, Talkbog is basically um, a Bangla word right. and when a Bangladeshi person mm-hmm. this hears that out yeah. they're like oh this is a Bangla word exactly. and they connect to it exactly. same with plantic right. um, but when you want to be able to um, create something new right. you gotta keep in mind that that resonates that's unique that right. and it's very sometimes can be hard to find that perfect kind of Venn diagram or, you know yeah. center yeah so I think yeah I think finding the right name is super underrated. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think absolutely. people need to talk about this. This there should be a podcast <laughs> about how to find names for your creative owners. Exactly. It's hosted by TBA. <laughs> um, even TBA is you know there's other TBAs. Yeah, exactly. There's like a TBA fashion outlet or something. Have you seen that in Bangladesh? Yeah. Oh. This guy, some, some, uh, he's like Tahmid bin something. Oh. TBA clothing. Uh, a friend of mine sent it to me. He's like, "Is this yours?" I'm like, "No, I had one and I quit because I'm not good enough." But exactly. Um, it's like it's you never know. Like yeah, the name thing in Bangladesh. Yeah. For all we know, like yeah. Plantic and Talkbog and all these names could already exist. They could. Ex- I don't think Plantic exists at all. Talkbog <laughs> definitely exists. Yeah. Uh, it, there's too many things with Talkbog. Hopefully, we want to kind of make it fully about our page just it's, for it's the It's just being in the content yeah. bubble, isn't exactly, it? Because yeah. we think, yeah. oh, we're reaching 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 people right. with our with our posts and uh, the engagement's massive. That means I'm the biggest, in, yeah. 
Okay, right. That, that means like uh, like I'm the biggest probably in correct this, yeah, in the space and, and gives you a wrong idea idea right? and 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 then you kind of and that's why observing other communities and yeah. platforms actually helps in mm-hmm. not only creating that empathy but also building um, an understanding of of right. the market that you have. Right. And one of my biggest questions right now I'd like to yeah. ask you is what that. W- do you think um what kind of basically do you think bangladeshi content right now what we have yeah do you think it is something that could definitely like i'm talking about the best of the best in bangladesh right, like right. the best content is it comparable with the international level do you think we have a chance with so yeah. by con you mean just social media content not movies and other things or i think even music i'm music, talking about movies like, and everything exactly i think So music yeah. definitely is up there now today. Yeah. I feel music even before like you know the stuff that Arsenal and Cryptic figures to make um the quality of production the quality in terms of uh local context yeah. and everything right. it was always up there. Right. Technicality as well like I don't think uh, our musicians are any worse off than any other best musicians out right. there. In terms of movies honestly it's it's a mixed bowl. Mm-hmm. Um I think the the best filmmaker we had um the last best film we have was shot to get dry like oh, like, like, str- yeah. like straight up in yeah. i mean in he bangla he set the standard films. way too high I even now when you look back it's mm-hmm. it's it's so eccentric visually, yeah, it's exactly. beautiful right beautiful. people study it even today. today um and i haven't seen any great works or of in terms of i'm talking about feature length movies mm-hmm. not like um short films or anything like that the short films you know like right. there's been few good yeah. uh filmmakers over the last few years exactly um, and i always think about one thing can as we exist in this era yeah. do we ever realize when history is being made I that is so true because yeah. and i was speaking to someone on yeah. youtube comment or on farooq bhai's latest yeah. um video called golapi right um super. and i was having this super uh, well, debate with this person <laughs> and i yeah. assume it's a she because it, it was a female name yep. she mentioned something like um uh, how is this quality music um and i said yeah. look y- y- I can objectively say that it's got some quality in it yeah. but to be able to say that if it's quality that'll stick because she mentioned something like oh, this will people will forget about it after 2 years right. or after 2 months right. and I said maybe we have to come back after 10 years to right. be able to see its impact because sometimes in, like right now like w- I look back when Arsenal released its album exactly um the first album and some of the songs uh, you know they set the 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 bar the yeah, b- yeah, yeah the, uh, the level for and for did people metal. know it at that time like i, I think at the time uh, you had an inclination but right. uh, in the mainstream there would be shut on exactly you know like they'd be like oh it's just you know it's music uh, it's yeah. stupid music or whatever it's but when you look back it seems like so correct. big so yeah. it's so true because yeah. we always have this fascination with older times right, right? Exactly. everything's best before right. uh, we can right. never make movies like the past <laughs> we can never make music like the past right. but uh, if you're if you're so hold up uh, if, yeah if if if, oh. if you're so obsessed with the past mm-hmm. you won't notice the present fleeting away from you exactly yeah. because you're not you know most people who say this oh, that's stuff of the they don't even look beyond what they're used right. to right. in terms of consuming content Absolutely. um they don't listen to new music they don't listen to new well, they don't watch new movies they don't watch the new social media stuff that's right. happening out there and that's um, wrong yeah in bangladesh though the youtube community uh, 
still a long way to go, I guess. It's, <laughs> I feel, and it's a problem that's, uh, you know, beyond YouTube community. It's any entertainment mm -hmm. in Bangladesh. It's one of the two things. Right. You either have to make people laugh mm -hmm. or you either have to make people sad. Yeah. That's one of extremes. the two extremes that, exactly. that people yeah. go for. Look, f look at any of the clickbaity stuff right. even there you'll see this like exactly. either or very sexual <laughs> <laughs> there's three of for clickbaity stuff there's probably of sexual course. element to it <laughs> but, 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 it, tricks, yeah. but there's there's the thing about oh you gotta be super um, you know happy or super sad exactly. uh, or super emotional right so one thing I really want to uh, like put em emphasis on is that sometimes I follow a lot of people of course I lot of uh, I follow a lot of people yeah. I feel like uh, some successful people and I'd really love yeah. if they could share things that are authentic. Right. Like I get like I get that you can do a lot of stuff and you know you yeah. you're there and there you're yeah. traveling yeah. and yeah. stuff you're doing your vacation in like right. would you, uh, Indonesia the whatever. I I'd really like to see like a person I look up to struggling with something right. like okay right now i'm on this project i don't know what i'm gonna do it's like uh, but somehow I face we don't, the yeah. same thing and yeah. obviously i'm not a celebrity or anything like that yeah. but when i when i choose what to post online right. about it's my public life yeah. it is the best it is yeah. the it is the most uh, you know um i spoke to you personally about a panic attack i had right, uh, a right, few right. weeks back yeah. but uh, it does not make for uh, a positive or an interesting story right. it, it comes out as seeking sympathy even me saying it right now right. comes out of seeking Feels sympathy like that, yeah. but if i post oh you know i had to go to the er right, and right. you know like oh, look at me here's a selfie of me and like you know, <laughs> right. um i'd only share it with people that i personally feel connected to right. um or someone I, who, yeah yeah i say that because uh once you post anything that's good like yeah. you're you're doing this yeah that's it you said your you set your standard right that's it whenever you feel like you haven't met your standard it, I think the person who puts it up, they start to fade away a little. That Absolutely. damn, I should have maybe. Um, yeah. I didn't. I should. I should keep doing these extreme things so that I get that uh, engagement back. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's an interesting debate because you want to be able to do a lot of these things, but right. at the same time. Um, if you show that you know you're struggling, right. you're failing. Uh, yes. th there's two aspects to it. Uh, I can't speak for everyone else, right. but but generally, I f think right. people would either feel like they would be undermined right. if they show their weaker side, uh -huh. um, right, or course. they you know just simply feel that it's just something yeah, negative. You, of course, you don't um, want to show like you're vulnerable. Correct. I mean, I mean, when I see someone posting about them going to the hospital every few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and telling it to the public, it, it feels like, oh man, like, yeah. like I understand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, unless someone's really critical, of right. course. Like, then I want to know. Of course. Of course. Um, but it's, it's, it is a weird kind of situation. So I think just don't use social media. <laughs> don't use social media. Yeah. Sorry, Gary V. Yeah, sorry, exactly. everyone else. Sorry, so just sorry. turn off. Exactly. Just stop using social Go back. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just back up. But yeah. Yeah, it's, I think that kind of gave me the panic attack as well. What? I mean, it, it, it would give you a panic attack if you think. What do I have to post? No, no, no. Like if if social media, internet just ceases right. to exist, because yeah. pretty much I kind oh. of owe my whole life's work yeah. and career 
to the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, and I'm sure you feel the same, and a I lot of people same, feel the yeah. same as well. And yeah. um, I think, yeah, if, if you want I just choose to, uh, It's I think I live in it. denial. Yeah, denial. exactly. I ignore. deny it. Exactly. And but I love that. <laughs> um, but, but I think that also kind of brings us to the point where, if you anyone's listening, it's important to build skills that goes beyond mm-hmm. the internet. Obviously, you can right. focus stuff on the internet, but make sure you're always okay. self developing yourself yeah and i wanted to ask one thing yeah. uh, this is for me and i guess if anybody's yeah. listening basically uh how do you uh, disconnect yourself from the numbers right yeah in terms of say how many people have liked yeah, a exactly. post or something the so uh, being in marketing like, has been exactly. interesting right i never studied marketing but i always was on social media and I'd right. all of my ventures and endeavors were was on social media um so i thought you know that's kind of like marketing so i think maybe i could get into it so when i did my masters i had a few electives that were marketing and then i got into marketing and then marketing isn't just social media right it's right. advertising it's it's, it's uh, branding it's making sure you help the sales team it's a lot of things um it's operations as well but it's solely based on numbers right? right it's very analytical huge essentially marketing basically in a nutshell means how many people you can bring into the business absolutely um and it could be from brand awareness it could be simple thing as having a billboard um that you know showcases your work you know what you do your product your service to x number of people which essentially could be uh content uh, you know which could be a what's the, what's the term helpful uh, to the business to no, understand no, I, the I mean uh, what's the, what's the term like like you know people who use the sponsored content okay um, it could yeah. be as simple as a sponsored content right, right, or right. it could also be like a post on facebook or whatever right okay. so their numbers don't really matter as much because you have a set budget mm-hmm. you know the billboard's going to cost you five thousand dollars or something you right. post it up X number of people should see it, mm-hmm. but if they don't, then you think about the placement of the bill or the placement of your ad or the placement of your post. Yep. The numbers game come into play when you have to actually make money, right? right? And essentially, unfortunately or fortunately, you have to think about the numbers no matter what. Exactly. And that's the shittiest part for creatives, right? right. So there's two aspects to it. I was speaking to Molina yesterday as well, um, and, and a few other creatives in this season one, mm-hmm. where they spoke about being able to make money um but that's that actually stops them from being able to create the way they want because sometimes you have to create stuff in a way that makes money but that's not what you want to create um that's where the quantity slash quality stuff also comes into play um you know gary if he's a big proponent of quantity Mm -hmm. and always kind of you know then apparently that dictates the quality i personally don't agree with that as much Um, but at the same time, it's making, you, you know, it just depends on your goal. So disconnecting from it completely is probably not the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you want to grow, you have to, and, and, and Fahad from, uh, Ahmed Fahad from Patao, he right. also said something, and this is a common saying that if you can't measure, you can't grow because right. you, you can't build something you can't measure at exactly. the end of the day. Exactly. Um, because if you don't know where you are, where are you gonna go? Right. So it's it's a bit difficult sometimes to disconnect from it, but the way to do it is sometimes to create stuff for yourself. Right. Sometimes it could be you know like this this Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to create it because exactly. I wanted to 
have that creative muscle flex mm-hmm. to making sure that you know that part of my brain works exactly i just want to challenge myself and through that usually most of the time if it's good work it'll find its way right and you don't have to necessarily think about the numbers the numbers become a side effect of mm-hmm. the quality of work that you do exactly so i don't think there's any set way that you can op- if you want to grow especially right. i don't think you can ever disconnect from numbers unfortunately for yeah. creatives get used to it i guess you have to get used to it you have to make peace with it um right. but if it's a, a work that demands too much numbers maybe that's not the field for you because right. um you know I, I was working with the company where my entirety of my working role was based around the numbers i bring on the table right. so if i don't meet that number which basically means certain stores would have to be closed off some branches would have to be closed off which it's means responsibility. correct which means uh, the people working there would lose their livelihood and it's on me and it's a big pressure um and that's what people do all the time and don't get me wrong it's right, it's right. you know maybe i'm not qualified enough or skilled enough yet mm-hmm. to be able to take that but and that's when i realized i'm probably not there yet or it's something i don't want to do which right. is entirely number based exactly so it's also having that self awareness to know self awareness big stuff yeah. right um gary v again. <laughs> um i want to ask you about your parents right okay um right. did you have supportive parents i have supportive parents right but the do support comes and goes <laughs> yeah. do you understand what what you do uh i in, in terms of like say obviously they understand yeah. you're, you're you're studying yeah, and everything absolutely. but the social media or sometimes even for creatives hard to explain mm-hmm. what you do so. yeah they understand uh, that i create content they understand what kind of content i create but sometimes they just don't get why people w- w- would want to watch it that's <laughs> why where would they wanna, why would you want to watch my son's stuff <laughs> exactly I, i it's weird and that's how i guess they kind of people think about this shit? exactly exactly <laughs> because i think they're exposed to way different content right. and i guess they can't relate to it or yeah. something i don't know but but but, yeah. do, but are they like oh this is waste of time or are they like oh okay I don't understand it but yeah uh, you know this is the new generation exactly i think uh, the, like i said it comes and goes if right. it's like if uh, like when i go to like radio interviews and yeah. stuff like that yeah. that that's when they're oh wow yeah. you know my son went to there and, uh, and then when <laughs> i'm not going into interviews then it's like just study well and stuff right. like that and it comes and goes right. but uh, i need to work on it uh, like uh, i have to make it a permanent support yeah it's Uh, it's interesting because yeah. i've asked the same question to all the other guests here right. Right. and one thing that keeps coming up is making sure that you build your credibility with your parents first exactly right? it's a huge part because they're not going to support they're the ones who are paying for your food Absolutely. your you know your clothing your everything yeah. pretty much yeah. and essentially essentially you're wasting their time and effort and money if exactly. you're not showing something in return so if you're yeah. an artist and a creative yeah. you have to battle it every day i've had the talk with them a lot of times mm. like which I, talk I, the talk of the say, talk the talk is about the uh, not the tiktok <laughs> but uh yeah i had the talk about like this is what i want to do right uh i think it will be very safe if you don't expect a masters degree for me because right. i don't expect it from myself right. so I, i'm trying to say that because i don't want to disappoint them of and course. i don't want to um you know be in a false 
uh, place where I do it for their sake and then I start hating them. Right. And that's uh, that's something I've seen like uh, within our generation. What yeah. happens is they get pressured into something and then they hate it. And then they come into university and then they start ha- hating on their parents. Of right. course, they won't do it in front of you. Of course. They do it to their friends. And right. that's what that's when we, I have to hear and other friends have to hear. Right. And that's when it's sad that mm. you feel like, damn, that parent worked so much just exactly. to get that. So that's why I try to have the talk with I them. Think that, I think that's yeah. very, very important for anyone out there who's yeah. venturing into this journey to be able to have this clean, open conversation. Yeah. And um, if you can't, I think it's important to be able to show what yeah. your work can do before you explain, even begin to explain what it, what it absolutely, is. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to kind of put your head down, exactly. think, work... Yeah. and um hopefully get some you know some sort of credibility yeah. either through money yeah or through press yep. or some sort of recognition exactly that you, then you can that they value which makes totally sense correct like you yeah, know like 13000 upvotes on reddit means jack shit to, to my parents exactly um, which kind of makes sense when it comes to the real world absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and it does it's yeah, nothing to exactly, be honest exactly. but if I want some sort of word or if I was selected for some something that's it you know and if they see me on the TV or something like right. that then they'll be like oh okay oh. you know what my kid's doing something, <laughs> something exactly. that's um, worth doing right um, and it's not just a complete pile <laughs> of shit how do you think uh, this generation of parents will be though like I fear like uh, this generation we're going to be the same no, no, no. I feel like this generation of parents will be too understanding. <laughs> At some no, point, no, no discipline. Everyone's doing yeah, whatever exactly, the fuck they want. Exactly. Like I feel like they'll become like too. Um, I I don't know. Supportive. Like supportive. Supportive. Yeah. Exactly. Which yeah. means there is no Guideline, barrier or right, like or structure. Exactly. And um, yeah. I think it's you know mm-hmm. I'm not a parent myself, but I think this generation, you know, a few of my friends are yeah. at this stage, and I speak to them sometimes about how they discipline their kids and yeah. things like that. I think some values still stick. Right. Um, if your parents were strict, right. chances are uh, some of that strictness, if you have a good relationship with your parent, right. still while right. you're having a kid, because right. it can work the other way around. Right. Sometimes if they're too strict yeah. and you don't have a good relationship with your parents, mm-hmm. you will probably not be stick- strict with your kid. Exactly. But if you still have a good relationship with your parents and they were conservative, chances are you will also pick up some of that trait right. and enforce it on your child. So I don't think it's going to be too... Um, much of a problem? Yeah, too much of a problem. You're but right. then again, you kind of have to wait and, 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 yeah. and see. But my understanding is, you know, I'm thinking ahead. Um, so if you had a child right now and if that child wanted to create some TikTok videos to... Go like for it, son. Go for it. Daughter, <laughs> whoever you are. No judgment. Great, great. Uh, no, that's a support of... No, it's, yeah. it's like... It, again, it depends. Yeah. Oh. It depends, yeah. right? It yeah. depends on... Uh, it's <laughs> fine. Let's continue. Okay. Over the <laughs> no, it, it just depends on the on the on the content that they would be. <laughs> okay. It just depends on the content that they'd be. Cre- <laughs> this Fantastic. is the kind of content I want to create. I know. Yeah. So for those who don't know, we kind of do yeah. this in a garage and um, yeah. hustle, hustle. Yeah, just <laughs> we have this space and we built it into the thing, but we haven't soundproofed. Yeah. Even though you can do some ASMR, I think it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I think it just depends on the stuff that mm-hmm. um, they're gonna create. You know, it's it doesn't matter how like if if they're you know exposing themselves right. in a in a 
in a manner that's not considered um, exactly. polite mm-hmm. in the way we would perceive things in our family at least. Right. Obviously, they'll be in trouble. But yeah. um, if at the end of the day, it's like you have to let the creativity flow through exactly. your kids. and um, It is what it is, yeah. Money. yeah. You have to let them create. C- correct. And, and sometimes if you restrict it too much or if you give it too much freedom, it, it goes. I think it's, it's all about balance at the end of the day. Absolutely. As it is with everything. Yeah. The balance. Um, I think wrapping up, uh, this was fun, but it yeah, would have been... Yeah, it was been, super fun. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do... You could do this pretty much the whole night. Exactly. It's awesome. Right. Um, but going forward, where do you think the future of content on social media is going to go? I'm very optimistic about yeah. it, honestly. I think... I see Bangladeshis creating stuff on Netflix. Yeah. I just see it. The, I d- the Iti yeah. Tomari Dhaka is going to be on Netflix next week. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we're already there. We're already so there. there we, we already have a few. V- we like already Netflix had originals? Or oh are no, we just no, launching? Not, I I'm think we're just launching. Yeah. Yeah. Not originals. Yeah, so I mean like Netflix originals. originals like yeah. I think... Uh, Le Casa I, de... Yeah, <laughs> I mean like uh, where like people like Netflix will come in come and where like yeah. it'll come to Plantic and say right. Jay, make a documentary for us on Bangladesh football. Right. I, right. I, I'm seeing things mm. like this mm. because mm. the new generation of creators, yeah. oh my God, they're so inspiring. Right. And I'm like trying to keep up. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. keep up. Yeah. If you don't keep up, yeah. there is no use. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be with the wave. Right. I just have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And um, what do you see yourself in five years? Um, my dream is probably to create a talkbog into something very real. Right. Right now, it's very virtual. Yeah. I want to create it into something real and into, if it's possible, into a very good business right. that makes good money. Yeah. Because of course, if you, everybody has to earn money from it. Right. I just can't. Uh, put it out there and yeah. nobody's earning money then so basically it's a sustainable not, business that sustainable. still keeps on providing the value absolutely yeah. right and uh, gotta make that cash money right and I guess finally for someone listening who wants to do what you do um, which is like creating right. v- I won't say viral videos but social media content essentially yeah. um, what advice would you give to them um, right maybe three actionable steps that they can take as soon as they stop listening to this podcast. Right. So actionable is the keyword. Actionable. Absolutely. I think first I would suggest what I did was I watched a lot of content that I like. Yeah. I think that what gives that to me is that I understand what 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 I want to make right. because if I get that feeling yeah. then I want to give that feeling to somebody else. Right. So first understanding what do you want to make? That's I think a very uh, helpful thing by watching co- other people's content. Right. Now you have to watch other people's content. I'm not saying copying. Yeah. I'm trying to say get that inspiration yeah. from yeah. it. Yeah. I think I remember uh, when uh, everybody knows Christopher Nolan. Yes. He made the Batman trilogy. Yep. I remember him saying why he made the Batman trilogy. Right. He said he made the Batman trilogy because he saw a painting wow. that reminded him about the Batman story. Right. And that led him to writing a whole three movie script and then he launched it as a movie. Right. That's what I'm talking about. So understanding what you want to create. Uh, I think second is create. Yeah. Uh, Create what you want to do. Create it with friends. Create it with you or create with people, with like-minded people. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you find a like-minded person, damn, that's the best part. Then you can just go off and And create something together. And it's such a fun process of creating, loving that process. Yes. It's superb. Yeah. And third, I would suggest is uh, once it's out there, see how people react to it. 
I think that's the most important part right. of how people react to it. Right. If you do not understand how people react to it, then it's very difficult to right. sustain yourself in this business. Yeah. I think go very deep, not only in your content, but other, other people's, people's as content. well. Right. Like observe every uh, like comment in, uh, in videos that you like to watch. Right. Look at their comments. What are they saying? Yeah. Like sometimes I've seen that people revolt against like Casey. Yeah. There's been so many times that people revolted against yeah, Casey, yeah. which yeah. helps him to understand Okay, this is I sh this is what I should take a step do. back, and, and that's what helps me to understand. This. Right. this is where you draw the line as exactly. a creator. Exactly. So that's you, yeah. some people just say do whatever the fuck you want, but it's no. just not the right advice. It's not the right advice in my opinion. Right. So if you want to, you can. But yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, this is my fantastic. Kanzim, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Tasif Bhai. No problem. Had a great time. Likewise, hopefully season <laughs> right. two. Exactly. Yeah, Thanks, hopefully. man. Okay.